if you've ever been to your PCP, your primary care physician, and you got a prescription, and you took it to one pharmacy and, and they said it's going to be this much money with your copay. You take it to CVS, they say it's going to be this much. You say, I don't like that price either. You take it to Walmart or someplace else, and you say, well, I guess I have to deal with this and deal with this price. That prescription was given by the doctor. It's the same prescription, but a different pharmacy filling. Uh, sometimes you go and they will say, the, uh, especially at Walgreens, they are short your books to the time, or sometimes. They will show you, they say, you have to come back on Tuesday to get the rest of your prescription. Wow. Well, this morning I was listening to Brother May, and, uh, and the prescription is that you have to come back this evening <laughs> to get the rest of the prescription. <laughs> That's why we use the same scripture this, this evening. Amen. Thank you, Brother May, for allowing me the opportunity and all of you for receiving me and all the years that I've been coming back and forth for receiving me so well and giving me such a welcome. I'm happy to see my sister here this evening. She used to follow me around when I was just starting out in the ministry. She was my critique person. <laughs> and I'm glad she's here this evening. And I'll hear from her if I don't hear from anybody else. <laughs> you should have said this, you should have said that. But that's the way she is. I'm going to read one verse from the book of Luke and then we'll go to our scripture reading that was read. Luke, the sixth chapter and the 38th verse. Reading from the King James, it says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, with it shall it be measured to you again. If you've ever worked in the fields or ever tried to pack something down, even to give to a thrift store, a goodwill or something, and you had a bag and the bag is almost full, you, you shake it a little bit. It, it shakes it down, which means it's giving you more room to put more in there. So this, this saying, good measure pressed down, shake it. You, you shake it a little bit, your good measure, your good deeds, you shake it a little bit, and you can do a little bit more. A little bit more. Amen. God will give you a little bit more. Amen. From that passage that we read, and I've preached on this once before, faith promise given. Faith promise given. And this is from the 2nd Corinthians ninth chapter. This scripture tells us it's not belief about, but belief in. It's not about belief about, 
what you're doing, but belief in what you're doing and in trusting God. You see, giving is a test. And it tests our faithfulness to God. And by giving, we test God's promises back to us. He's already promised us that he's going to give us all things. All things. And time and time again, he said that he would give it to us. It's like a farmer planting a harvest. If he plants one little row of corn, that's all he's going to get. Amen. If he plants a whole field of corn, he's going to get a field full of corn. And each one of those stalks have usually about eight corn or ears on it. And each one of those ears got enough to produce a whole nother whole row. So every time you make a donation, every time you do a good deed, it's going to come back to you. Not single, but in multiple units. Multiple. Now the principle of giving in this, in this chapter here, the principle of giving, it, it, it says in the sixth verse, but I say unto you, which sow a sparing, that ye shall also reap sparing. But going back to the sixth verse, it says, okay, but I say unto you, he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Now, here is a test right here. It says, who should be given? Every man. Every man should be given. Everybody. I don't care if you are retired. I don't care if you are on disability. I don't care if you're a student getting an allowance from home. I don't care if you are on your social security. It says everyone, everyone is to give. And then one scripture says that we're laborers together. So it's not just me. It's not just Brother May. It's not just a few. But everyone is to give according as God has prospered them. Amen. Giving is always a loan to God. We, we, we just loaning something to God, and we're going to get it back with interest. It's coming back to us. It's coming back to us. And I tell my brother all the time, down in Thomasville, I tell him, will you just give away everything? He says, I, I, I gave away probably $800 worth of stuff, but then they called me and said that I had a bin that's got $2,000 worth of stuff in it. All they want me to do is clean it out. You can't, you can't beat God giving. No, and I know this for myself. One time I spent my last $40 on a copy for the church out in Oklahoma, and then the next week, the next week, I got a check for two hundred and forty-seven dollars from the from from the uh, the my, my service. So the Air Force said that we were late on one of your payments. <laughs> God gives it back to you. Amen. So we're not. It's not always alone. I mean, it's not always what we give. It's how we give. There's no one here will be worse off by giving more to God. No one. No one. If we were supporting something, then we would support a person. Hmm. If you were on alimony, if you were paying alimony, 
then that check, they expect that money to come all the time. Mm -hmm. And if not, you might end up incarcerated. <laughs> but that money is expected to be there. So if you are supporting something, then put your whole heart in supporting it. God pays you back. Whatever you give, God pays you back. Give from the heart. It says, not grudgingly, not grudgingly, uh, not of necessity. And that word necessity means don't be forced to give. Amen. Don't be forced. Necessity. Don't be forced to give. So give out of a cheerful heart and God will bless you accordingly. Amen. We all need to be given. All need to be given. Sometimes we say, I was telling a little me, I said, uh, you know, some people have a, a bill and they say, well, my bill is uh, $540 or whatever the money may be. And then you call up and say, well, I paid you $540, so I think I paid you extra. They said, no, that was your bill. <laughs> that was your bill. But, but when you come in here, and you put the 10% in, and you call up God and say, God, I gave you extra. He said, no, that was your bill. Over and abundant, that's the extra. Over and abundant, not the 10%. That belongs to God. As a matter of fact, not only the 10% of your finance belongs to God, but 10% of your time, 10% of your car, 10% of your house, 10% of everything that you own belongs to God. When you go back and look at Deuteronomy, you find out that everything that they had, he had to give a 10%. So when you call up God and say, I gave you a little bit more, no, you gave me what you owe me. That was your bill. Mm -hmm. And then over and above that is, is the difference. Now how many of us, and Brother May, they may get mad at me, but I won't be here next week, I'll be back in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll come to you. So, but, but how many of you here sinned this morning by not giving? I don't, you don't have to show your hands. But, 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 but you know, and the seed is planted. So you think about it. If you didn't do it this morning, next week, you just see go on getting 10%. Mm -hmm. Amen. I've, I've interviewed probably 700 people for 127 job positions. In Chicago, in Chicago, working in a hotel, a brand new hotel. Out of those 700, 127 positions, I would tell the people that, and the young people especially, your first check, your first check, you go down and you put money in a savings account. Do you have one already? No. I'm just out of high school. Go down and open up a savings account. Your first day in service here, put something in your savings account. That's not here on earth. 
that's up there. Mm. Every scripture you read and every scripture you learn is putting something in your savings account. Right. So when life gets hard, life gets hard, you can, you can just hold on to those knots in that rope, which is old scripture that you learn. When you say, all things are against me, you can say, no, I've got one. I've got Jesus. I've got Jesus. Paul said, I thought everybody was going to be standing around when he said, well, I looked around. I was by myself. Hold on to those scriptures that you learn and you'll save the count. That'll save you. But you know what? You don't have to do anything. You don't have to give anything. You don't have to give a 10%. You don't have to give 2%. You don't have to give anything. But remember this, that God does not have to give evil. But he's giving. But he's giving. He's giving us every day. We may not have the food that we want. But we have some food. Amen. We may not have the clothes that we want, but we have some clothes. Amen. We may not, may not have the car that we want, but we have a car. That's right. And sometimes we may have a flower on that, but that's all right. God gave us a vehicle to get back and forth that's to right. work. One thing I know that God would never forsake me of that food, clothing, and shelter. That's right. Amen. I would never go hungry for more than a decade. I was in college and mm. on Thanksgiving Day I ate hot dogs and pork and beans. Mm -hmm. But I had something to eat. Amen. I had something to eat. God would never forsake you and he would never leave you. Yeah. As long as you've given yourself, Amen. your finances, your enemies, and everything else to him. Somebody told me one time, they say, uh, Brother Collins, my, uh, my water is not working. I don't have any water in the house. And I uh, called the plumber. He went over and uh, did some work on the, on the plumbing. And I called him and I said, is your water working? She said, no. It's not working. I said, turn on your faucet. And the water came out. <laughs> when, when, when we look at God, all we need to do, we just turn in the faucet on. And, and then, like I was saying earlier, we press down. Shake it together. And then we will even have more blessing than we could ever receive. More. Look at Job. He lost everything that he had. Everything. But look at him in the end. Right, right. He had a whole lot more. Right. The same with you. Just because you're in a, in a, in a project trying to get, you're trying to get additional of the land and to get, uh, do, do this project, don't worry about it. Hmm. If you put the name on the line, don't worry about it. God will take care of it. Amen. Where is your faith? Hmm. You don't believe he'll do it? Look at what he's already done in your life. Amen. 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 
Look at the time that you were been sick and he brought you through. Look at the time that you didn't have money to pay your mortgage and he gave it to you. Look at the time that one of your, your loved ones had a difficulty and you were able to help them even in your financial strength. Believe that God will do it and he will do it. Every time. Faith comes will increase your love in Jesus. It will increase your love for saving souls. It will increase your love for family. It will increase your love for reading God's word. It will increase your love for family. It will increase your spiritual blessings. That's what faith promise will do. And that's what this scripture is about, this 6th through the ninth verse. That's what it's about, faith promise. You may see it on TV and they say, well, give send us a thousand dollars and this and that. No, this is faith promise. Amen. Your life to Christ. Christ is faith promise. God loves a cheerful giver. Mm -hmm. yep. Every money, every piece of money that you give, every penny that you give will help in some way. Yep. Have you ever thought of giving up? Brother May probably have thought of giving up some father sometimes too. Mm -hmm. Said, why am I why am I working so hard? And, and have so, much, so many people against me and have so much backbiting. Mm -hmm. He was talking about something this morning and I said, well, somebody had to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to say something about this bite. Yeah. Whose business is it? Somebody had to say something. That's why sometimes you ministers say, well, maybe, I, maybe I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I should be at another church. Maybe, maybe I should be doing something else. But he is the man that you need right here. Amen. Amen. He's Amen. the man. Every time I heard him, the first, first sermon I heard from him was, was uh, about the ants. He had the pictures up about the ants. And then I heard one about dirty dance. And then I heard another one. And then this morning I heard this one about giving. He's the man you need because he's going to tell you the truth. Amen. Amen. We have a commission. We have a charge that we have to tell you the truth. That's right. Whether, we, whether you like it or not. Amen. Reprove, rebuke, exalt, all long suffering and doctrine for the time will come but they will not endure sound doctrine it says. This faith promise is one that, that you need and one that we have. I have, uh, I use and been using it for probably 30 years, a, a budget sheet in financial planning. <laughs> and on this sheet, it's, it's all inclusive. Almost everything that you would think of is on here. The heating bill, the taxes bill, the water bill, the property insurance, the condominium fees if you have a condominium car payment, the, the gasoline, your license plate. Your, your tag registration, uh, delivered goods by, by uh, the, the new delivery services and, and work lunches and work clothing and all that and, uh, and toiletries and how much you spend uh, sending Christmas cards out or, or, or birthday cards out, uh, credit union payments, uh, other, other things, uh, other, other on here. Unreimbursed expenses and education, how much you're giving for charity, how much you're giving for everything else, but at the top of it is a church. Amen. Amen. the church. Amen. I've always said, God first. That's right. God first, you second. That's right. And everybody else after that. That's right. right. If you save 10% of your, you give God 10% or 12% or 14% or 15%, whatever you should, or whatever you purpose in your heart, if you give God that, you give yourself 10%, every 10 years, you'll have one year of salary. Wow. Amen. Yes. 
right. And then everybody else serves. And if you don't have enough to go around to everybody else, they have to leave. Amen. Next week. Amen. Next week. Amen. Some people say, do I have to do that every week? Well, if, if I go on a job and they say, well, you're going to get paid on Friday. I say, okay, every Friday. Yeah, every Friday. When it says, upon the first day of the week, some people say, well, uh, we take communion once every three months or once every month. It says uh, every week, every week. Your contribution is every week, not every three months or whatever time it may be. If you got hurt on the job and you were, were not giving to God right and you got hurt on your job, then and your salary decreased mm. drastically. Would you still give God his portion? Mm. God's got a way to get his back. Yes, sir. Mm. He can have you walking down the aisle on your job and slip and fall. And mm. you'd be laid up for three weeks and you know that you had robbed God. Mm. He's getting his back. Mm. Mm. Not directly to the church, but through your doctor bills and, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> if you want this good, if you're only going to get two. 66 and two-thirds percent of your salary. That's right. That's all you get. So the, 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 the other third, the 33 and a third percent, that's, that's a whole lot more than 10%. Mm -hmm. so, so you may ought to give to God first. <laughs> first and then everybody else second. If your house no, went up, would you say, I'm moving? <laughs> that house went up. Uh, $145, I'm moving. No, you can say, well, we got, to, we got to figure out how we're going to pay this. And you know, when you buy a house, you're paying about three times the amount of the original cost of the house. Mm -hmm. If you figure it out, about three times the amount. But you should be able to pay for it in 10 years if you do the amortization uh, the right way. If, if you went to the doctor and, uh, and they said, uh, well, this, this, this sickness or this illness that you have now is going to be a lot, 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 lot of copay. You got to pay more for this. He gave you a prescription and you went down and, uh, and said, well, your copay on this one, the normal prescription is $300, but uh, instead of paying the $5 you normally pay, you're going to have to pay $30, like my sister told me the other day. You're going to have to pay $30. For this prescription. She said, well, I got, I got to have it. So you would pay it, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. You would pay it. God's got a way to get his back. <laughs> if you don't put your 10% and over, over and above that 10%, God's going to get it some kind of way. Your battery's going to go out in the car. Your car's going to go down. You're going to have more ants in the house. Something. God got a way to get here. Faith given is given as God has as has taught us to give. The word has taught us to give. In property taxes might increase. Amen. And increase and say, well, they ask you was this and why is it so much? But they they appraise your house and. That's a little bit assessed bit value is a little bit more, so it goes up, so you, you just find a way to pay it, don't you? Mm -hmm. Well, it's building over here. <laughs> find a way to pay it. Amen. Just find a way to pay it. Amen. Just get it. Trust in God. 
You've trusted in Him all your life. Mm -hmm. Trust in Him now. Mm -hmm. He will give it to you. Yes, Amen. You know it's for a good purpose. That's right, right. And you know the need is there. Mm -hmm. And it's right next door. It's not across town. Mm -hmm. Walk over there. Mm -hmm. Have fellowship and have whatever, everything else that you need over there. This 8th verse says, God is able, I'm closing now, God is able to make all grace abound toward you. All grace, as we mentioned this morning, uh, but, but maybe one of a couple times he said, Psalm, he said, no, all grace abound. That you always, ha that you always have having all sufficiency, all sufficiency, and all things may abound for every good work. So your work, your work here, and your work that you've given to God, you, when you give in the collection, you're not giving to Brother May. You're not giving to the church here. Amen. You're giving to God. Amen. What happens with it after, after, after you give it is not your concern. Amen. You've done your part. God will deal with those whose responsibility it is to make sure that it's used in a proper way. If you will get up in heaven and you're standing before God and see one of the brothers standing there and then it's, the God says that everybody brother depart from me. Why? Because you took the money out of the collection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you did your part. Mm -hmm. You're doing your part when you, put your, when you make the contribution into the, into the collection plate. Mm -hmm. Every good work. Every good project. This building is right here. It's because some made great sacrifices. Somebody, all along the way, somewhere, made great sacrifices, and some are still making great sacrifices. If it comes up on the, at the end of the month, and whose name's on, the, on that, on that uh, note, if it comes up at the end of the month and there's not enough money in the, in the treasury, in the, in the account to pay the, pay the note, guess who pay it? They be calling up the brother and say, brother, we, we're about $800 short. He said, well, did you call brother so-and-so and the other so-and-so? Uh, we can all fit in together and try to make it up. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Put your name over there. The same thing may happen, but, but guess what? God will make a way. Yeah. Right. God will make a way for you to pay it. He has not failed you yet. Amen. And he won't fail you. When I see Moses standing at the end of the Red Sea, and he said, look back, he saw a trouble behind him, he saw trouble in front of him, he says, let's just stand and wait on, the, on, on God. Yeah. And the rivers opened up, the, the sea opened up, and they went through on dry land. When you have problem behind you and problem in front of you, just wait on God. Amen. He'll open up a path for you. Amen. Every time, he'll open it up. Amen. I believe in an almighty God. <laughs> Yes, if God can speak and create the heaven and the earth, I know he can take care of my needs. Amen. And then the Bible it says, in the beginning God created heaven and earth, and he created man. He didn't create an ape. Right. He created man. The old folk used to work in the fields, out in the cotton field. And I was born here. We've had our land down here for 111 years this year. Over by Noah's Ark. We had it for 111 years. We used to work in the fields and in the cotton fields. And my dad and grandma and granddad would say, we take this quarter over and 
over to the church and he was a large member. He said, I'm going to take this over to the, to the Lord. They're trying to help start a college, black college. And it may be a nickel, it may be a dime, but, but they sacrificed. Amen. Whatever you give to God, you may be sacrificing. But a hundred years from now, somebody's going to benefit it. <laughs> and it may be one of your children or great-grandchildren mm -hmm. that benefit from what you're doing right now. Amen. It may be a great-grandchild that comes in that building over there and hears a word and, and be saved. This is faith comes giving. Give yourself to God. If you have not already given yourself to him, give yourself to him. Mm -hmm. And you, if you have given yourself to God and you have not been given his due amount, mm -hmm. you need to make it right with him mm -hmm. this evening. But I don't know what someone you've selected, but you can get it ready. Whatever is on your heart, if you need to make it right with God, or you need to come and be baptized into the water of the baptism as we had a young man down this morning. You can do that this evening. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the young man is this evening and I don't know how many people called him and said we were looking for you or we missed you or how many people are going to call him and say we missed you mm -hmm. this evening. Come on. He, he needs to have a spiritual buddy. Amen. Somebody. Two or three people that he can always rely on. He can always, and you can always rely on talking to family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He may have something to talk about that you and he can talk about. Mm -hmm. He needs a spiritual, but it's somebody who is scared him in spiritual right now. Not well, no, that's good enough. No, now what does the scripture say? Let's mm -hmm. let's look at the scripture. Mm -hmm. That's what he needs. If you have have strayed away, it needs to come back to the fold. You can do that this evening. And again, if you have not accepted Christ and given yourself completely to him 100%, then you can do that this evening. Probably get up, stand and sing. 593. There's a fountain written for you and it Oh. 